Hey everyone, welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. Uh, this is a very special episode in a sense. Uh, Vanessa was called away to shoot a film overseas. It happened very suddenly, didn't really expect it, didn't have any uh, podcast episodes banked. So uh, we uh, had a guest on the books, who uh, we'll introduce in a bit, and uh, decided to go ahead and do it anyways. But uh, I have a great co-host for the episode, who I will introduce in just a moment. Uh, a couple quick other things. Uh, I realize that there's a bit of a buzz underneath this episode. I apologize for that. I was wearing a lot of hats while we were recording this, and I did not hear it coming off the board while we were doing this live. So um, hopefully uh, you'll ignore it after a few minutes. It's not too bad, but it is kind of there. So again, apologies for that. Also, because uh, I was trying to do run the board while also hosting uh, in the podcast uh i wasn't writing the levels as as well as i'd like to have so wayne is a little quiet our guest wayne fetterman uh is a little quiet at times but i believe you can hear him so uh despite all that i apologize for that uh but vanessa will be back in a couple of weeks so after this episode we'll probably take a few weeks off come back after the long uh, labor day memorial day whatever that is <laughs> i never know in september weekend uh we'll come back after that and uh, start doing some stuff then. So uh, in the meantime, I thought we'd uh, do one episode, though, so there wasn't a full month break or anything. So I'm really excited about our co-host this week. Uh, she's super funny and great and also one of my best friends. Uh, she's uh, You can hear her on a lot of different podcasts and things. She's uh, on the Kevin Pollack chat show. Uh, she also has Mad Men You Watch It. And uh, she's also a great illustrator. She had a book. Uh, she volunteers at 826 Valencia, which is a great nonprofit that encourages uh people to read children to read and stuff and to uh create stories and things it's it's awesome uh so they put this book out called the adventures of super awesome Stickman dude it's an activity book where you can color and stuff it's all based on the stories written by kids in their field trip program uh jamie illustrated one of them they're super cute you can get it on timetravelmart.com i'll also put a direct link to it uh, on popmyculturepodcast.com so you can check it out there and uh you know the proceeds go to benefit an amazing uh nonprofit organization that is super helpful and great so i encourage you guys to pick up a copy of that so let's go ahead now and cut to the live episode where we've just introduced jamie and she's just starting to talk about mad men you watch it it was a mad men recap podcast but now the series is over so in case like you're binge watching the series for the first time you can go back you can go back and listen to mad men you watch it which is just a recap podcast there you go <laughs> so uh yeah and like that's a show that theoretically is timeless so you could Pick it up any time. It's a great American novel. There you go. And stars the most handsome man to ever grace the planet. First, we're talking about Rich Vincent Carthizer. Rich Summer. <laughs> no, it works, it works too. Oh, there's me. Um, and our guest is here. So uh, we're going to stop recording for a second and we'll be right back. Our guest today, uh, well, he's a great stand-up comic. Uh, yeah. He has a podcast currently, which is on the Feral Radio Network, mm-hmm. Human Conversation, uh, with co-host Aaron McGathy. Um, he's a former done, guest, correct? Yeah, she's done the podcast along with Dan Harmon many uh, moons ago, like two years. I don't know if that, how many moons that is. Uh, anyways, Wayne Fetterman is here. Hi, Wayne. Thank you. <laughs> it's I been like really that fun. you leaned in for the thank you. Thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming, Wayne. Now, this is my first time on this podcast. 
And uh, if I haven't heard it... It's also my first time. What would I say? What would I say? <laughs> well, we're just going to talk about stuff. And right, it'll be easy. Uh, well, let's start with this, because uh, this is the thing that's happening right now. The Fat Jew, or at uh, the Fat Jewish, I think is his handle. You're talking about Josh? Josh Ostrowski, yeah. or whatever his name is. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, he's been a content aggregator for right. quite a while. Um, has like five million or billion, like a, a lot of followers. There's um, a huge difference between those two I numbers. think it's a million. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think anyone has a billion. I don't think anyone has a billion followers. Uh, he got signed recently by CAA, which caused a massive backlash on the internet. Um, and this has been developing over the last week or so, to the point where Comedy Central, who he had a pilot development deal with, ditched that deal, but supposedly it was already ditched pre that, but no one knew that. Um, and all these comics are coming to the defense of all the other comics who've been stolen from by him. Um, and it's kind of uh, kind of shitty. Yeah, that's what I looked up because I have an article here that just is like um, gives some tweets from other comics that are uh, like defending their own stuff. Would you like me to read some? Sure. I like oh, because uh, I like that um, Pat Oswalt did a thing where he would uh, take a song that had in the title had the word stealing. So he's like, my favorite Jane's Addiction song is "Been Caught Aggre- Aggregating." Pat, no, that's a Pat Oswalt. <laughs> yep. And another patent one is... Wait, oh, do you, does everyone know that this is Jamie talking right now? Well, we, did we? did an intro before yeah, you got here. We did oh, a intro I'm, thing. Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. <all> good. <laughs> Trying to be nice. Instead, just ignorant. I appreciate Let's do it. it. Lane's always it. looking out for me. That's, that's right. a good thing. Um, another another patent Oswalt is, always chokes me up in Purple Rain when Prince sings, baby, I can never aggregate from uh, you from another. Yeah. <laughs> Same joke twice. I like so much. He, he did a series. He did he about did a whole he did about twenty of them where he where he moved out steel with aggregate. Yeah. Um, but supposedly a thing just came out this morning that said, that or like Variety put out that basically said that he's apologized and he's going to like give people credit going forward. Good. I think that's a good development. It's a nice development. I, I, you know, I know that's a controversial. Angle to take that I think, but here's the th- but it, there's several accounts that do this. Like fuck Jerry is one, yep. Beige Cardigan. Like they all just like they all recycle each other's shit. So I guess the big deal is that he was actually like making money from it. I don't know if these other accounts actually make anything. Yeah, he was making bank. I suppose he now, was making. It, how does he make money? Is that where he names a product? Yes. Yep. That is one way. And how much do you get for something like that? Supposedly he was getting upwards of five grand per mention. So he would just mention something and then boom, because of the sheer amount of followers that he has. So, so if I said Acura right now, there's a chance. You'll get 43 cents. Money. <laughs> but yeah, and I think it's nice that he's going to, you know, give credit going forward. However, he was he got to this point where he has the luxury of saying, hey, I'll give you credit now yeah, by but stealing also stuff. A tarnished brand. True. He is a tarnished true. brand. There's no. That would be very difficult, to, in my opinion. And I wonder how many of these rebound from that. Do we know okay. if any of these sponsors have dropped them? Not that I know of at this point. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised. But the thing is, the sponsors like just want the publicity, and if they're getting out to five million people, and I wonder if he got like maybe probably actually got more followers. Because he probably this. did because people that had no idea maybe, yeah. what this was I checked didn't know it out. Who he was. I, I knew him from Instagram. Not, I'm not a big Twitterer. I don't think you are either. Are you? You're. Wait, what I'm on was? All the time. Oh, really? No, you used to be. You. No, because isn't your <laughs> isn't your bio like if you enjoy infrequent tweets? I used to be the infrequent Twitterer. Was yeah. My, but now 
I don't. I don't use it that much. I don't either. It's Instagram where he makes his yes. bank from. It's oh, not really? Twitter. That's where I yeah, him from. Instagram is where he's. So made does he it. add a picture to it? It's uh, almost like yeah. a meme. Like it's yeah. almost like a photo. It's like a screenshot, and then there's some type on it. So it looks like a, it's like a meme. Does that make sense? It. Yeah. Sure. 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 So he's made. So does he create thing. those? He do- like I don't know if he creates any situation? of them because honestly, I don't know. Like, I think they just like somebody out there creates them because as I said, like him and these other accounts, they're just, I see them repeated. Like they're always yeah. just like what using is, the same. You, what was the other one where you said like the F word Jerry? Uh, fuck Jerry. What is that? That's another Instagram account that does the same thing. And beige cardigan is another one. And do you follow all of those? No, I'm, I don't follow any of them, but I'm aware of them. Yeah, they're all pretty big for what they do. Because I just don't. Why do you think Instagram is like more than Twitter? I have. I, I can answer that because people are lazy, and all you have to do is scroll through photos and look at photos instead of like reading something. That's why people aren't even reading the like aren't reading the captions. They're just looking at photos. Do you feel like the key to this is a very provocative photo that people would stop? It's not provocative. It's just it's it's like a joke. It's just like a me- like I, I can't explain it any better. He'll than take people's tweets or whatever and turn them into memes. So like somebody like one example I can remember is this girl Marcella something did this thing where they she had a photo of uh, I think it was Puff Daddy and said like if Biggie was alive to see this or something like that right. So the photo was there and then she made the joke on the photo. Mm-hmm. So he he then took the, the, the text, the, yeah, the text and put it on the photo like a meme and then put that up there and didn't it. attribute it to her whatsoever. And right, he got all the traction right, for it. Because people aren't going to read. Like, if you just put that as a caption, people aren't going to read it because they're just thumbing through it and scrolling so he through. He have a certain skill on how to market visually these jokes. I thought he was just retweeting jokes. That well, was my kind of, but I mean. So I'm wrong on that. Yeah, he's not quite retweeting. He's like taking them taking the jokes and repurposing them, them okay. as if with he did a, them. With an image. Yeah. Got it. And sometimes he'll do a joke on top of that. So he'll do, like, right, like his caption. Pops up. Will, yeah. yeah. Which, and often the jokes are not very good if you ever right. read them. Also, I'm also, because a, a mutual friend of ours has a Cocker Spaniel. Apparently he has, like, his dogs are even popular now. Like his dog, like he's making money off of his pets. Yeah, too. he's got dogs named, I guess, Muppet and Toast. Yes. Are the name of the dogs. And, and like, because so she like went that. and waited in line to meet these dogs. Yeah. I'm not mentioning this person. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's crazy. And, like. Unfortunately, now it's like he's got his deals. He's got like a like a book coming out, and like he's been doing modeling because he's got that ridiculous hair. Yeah, I know the hair. Um, I know the hair. And it's like he's just so established. What is that thing like when you're trying to scam women and you have something crazy? You wear like crazy glasses or something like that. Oh, I know what you mean. Because it, it, yeah, is, I, that, is that what he's doing? Is that is it peak? Peacocking sounds correct. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. like you do. do you know what that is? It's like yeah. an, you're making like you're making like an affectation on yourself just to get attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. People probably would claim that I do that, but I don't. What? I don't know. I'm, I have a quirky look, <laughs> so I don't know. People always think I'm a hipster, and I don't think I am. Would you say you're anti-hipster? I'm not anti-hipster. You just don't want to be associated with the hipster. I just don't think I am one. What do you think you are? I'm Jamie Foxx, and I'm awesome. That's what I think. There it is. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like. Like I've known Jamie for a few years now. I would not call you a hipster. Thank you. What? Not at all. Is missing about her that would you? What would she need? Would she need like the hat? Would she need hat? I only wear hat. I only wear hats <laughs> when my need? hair's dirty. What would you need? Because you're saying you're looking at her like Jamie's not a hipster. Like what is lacking? 
Which hipster? Like something, you know. Like, she, well, she doesn't have a detached attitude, first and foremost. That's it. Oh, really? Like, that's, yeah, that's I think that's a like big people, part I of it. I think people. But you do have a tattoo. Right? Like, if you don't know me and you saw me walking down the street, you're going to like. I think that you would stereotype me as one because it's like I have like a funky haircut and glasses and multiple tattoos, and I dress quirky. So, so I feel like those are all within the genre. But my attitude, I don't think, is one. It's like, not, I don't no. like. What is the hip? I didn't know this. Was like, part I don't. Of- I'm not pretentious about my taste. Like, I don't. You know, you know right. like I like. It's either pretentious or detached, or, or usually a combination there. So until she opens her mouth, she's hipster. And, and I'm then, not mean. And then when she does, unless I really like you, then I'm mean, which doesn't make right, sense. Right, right. I understand that. <laughs> that. That actually, I do understand. But so you're saying she doesn't. Looking at her, you could easily go, that's a hipster girl. Maybe. But then I mean, when she opens her mouth and she has this kind of effervescent, positive if attitude. You, if you like, talk oh. to Jamie for more than three minutes, you would be like, that's not a hipster girl. I never knew that that was part of what being a hipster was, to be kind of detached and have like very obscure musical and film and taste. And everything tastes. Food tastes. What, you everything. Know cocktails whatever it's everything it's like you know i didn't know that all right let's keep going learning about <laughs> like i i like starbucks coffee that immediately makes me not a hipster because <laughs> right. like a hipster isn't just somebody would go to like oh i go to this little place in the corner it's somebody who's like oh i go to this place and i had i get this drip coffee that's made in the himalayas yeah, i get the cold blah, blah, brew blah. coffee alone okay. right. not, yeah. it's just like it's just there's just so many affectations for the affectation's sake i think in a lot of ways too I don't know. I mean, it's hard to define what anything really is. No, it's not. <laughs> That's exactly what a definition is. That's what we're doing. Yeah, well, <laughs> according to, find according to Webster's can Dictionary. You de- yeah. Can you define the word definition? <laughs> All right. Touche. Good point. For that. Good point. <laughs> Fetterman scores. <laughs> point, point Fetterman. <laughs> yes. 40. All right. Let's love. Go. Uh, Tracy Morgan is returning to SNL to host and as the third host of the season after uh, Miley Cyrus and Amy Schumer. Um, is she going to do the musical guest as well? I'm assuming. I'm assuming. They haven't yeah. announced the musical guest yet. That's supposedly coming later, but mm-hmm. they just announced those first three hosts. But Amy it's, Schumer will be good, be, uh, interesting, because she's coming from a sketch show. Right. So. That'll be fun. Uh, but and it's I, and good I to see that much. Tracy's able to make this comeback, because there have been rumors that he's not himself at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll be interested to see how this plays yeah, out. Yeah, is he even really well like I, is he even like well enough? Like I don't even know. Like last I I feel like last I heard he wasn't even walking. Yeah, I heard that too. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> You're asking the wrong guy. So I hope he's I sure it's gonna be great. I didn't there was a picture of him like No, maybe that was just something that the fat Jew tweeted it. Oh, callback. <laughs> and you know what? Let's just end it there. there That's it a good. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming, guys. <laughs> good night. Wait, it's like 11 a.m. Um, so he's he's back, which is good. I look forward to that. There's actually a lot happening in SNL right now, strangely. Tell me. Um, well, uh, Norm MacDonald just replaced Daryl Hammond. As the Colonel Sanders in the KFC right. ad campaign. That was curious. Yeah. Super weird and meta. That was, it was weird. And then <laughs> curious. it kind of it blew another mutual friends of ours mind like whenever that happened and he was like freaking out about it and then I was and then I told him that Colin Quinn was next to play yeah. Colonel <laughs> Sanders because I was trying to think up. of like a mo- like an obscure weekend update anchor and I was like oh so I'm sure Colin Quinn will just take over for Norman Gall they should fun. just rotate through every spot so like every the next time one of them is dead right one of them like of, the real colonels? Like the original No. Colonel? Yes, I know the real colonels. <laughs> one of the SNL 
Weekend up. Uh, Charles Rocket. Charles Rocket yeah. is no longer alive. Yes. Right? Oh, is that's there what anyone? Would everyone else still alive? Right? That did it. Yeah, because Gilda wasn't an anchor. Right. 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 She was just did Belushi characters. Never did it. Mm-mm. I mean, I, 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 I could. Yeah, I, I think. think so. I think, I think so. we're. Yeah, good. I think everybody's there. Okay. They could just rotate through cast members. I'd like to see Tim Kazarinski take it for uh, to one spot. You know what I mean? Monkey. Why not? Well, look, whole name something obscure. Hey. Um, also, this is like really hard for me not to make fun of Cole the entire time on this podcast. I'm going to do my best. Why? What, what, I know that's what I do. I love him so it. much. That's uh, all I ever do is like I tease him. <laughs> I know. What do you mean me. an example of something? You no. Would... <laughs> <laughs> okay. But these spots, have you, have you watched any of the spots? Yeah. Like when Daryl Hammond started doing it, like... I think I like just was like, wow, that guy's. It's like, what is Daryl Hammond? I was like, oh no, it really is. Like I didn't realize it was him. No, I knew it was Daryl. I actually had an argument with name drop Sam Levine, who insisted he's like, that's not Daryl Hammond, and I'm like, it clearly is, and we can also look it up and prove it right yeah. now. Like, but he was very insistent that it wasn't. I thought it was, I thought he did a great job. So yeah. I yeah. Had no idea why he was. Res- I Too think he, I also think that he's a little bit of a better Colonel Sanders because he's a little chunkier. Yeah. Like, I kind of feel like Colonel Sanders should be, like, a little fuller in the face. And I don't know. This I, is my favorite thing about the campaign is that they brought back the word fried. Yeah. Yes. Because you know, it wasn't I, a Kentucky Fresh chicken for a while. Or, no. or they just had to call it KFC. KFC. They yep. could only call it KFC. Right. Yep. There was no word anywhere near that say corporation. Fried. And now they're like, guess what? We're back. Fried is back. Like, that's pretty bold. It's pretty cool. KFC is one of those foods that you, like, crave, and then you get it every once in a while, and then you just eat it and hate yourself. You mean by you? You're talking about yourself. I do, <laughs> yes. As opposed to everyone. Why are you making that about the world? I don't know, because I feel like it's like, oh, okay, you know, like, you remember, like, having it as a child, and you're like, oh, yeah, it was tasty, you know, and it tastes exactly like popular overseas. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. Cons- Whenever I'm overseas, I'm like, you've got to Oh, yes, me. totally. And I know that Especially the consumer in, knows in this. Egypt. <laughs> I've seen it in Egypt. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No idea. Yeah. Why are you saying the consumer knows this? I'm the consumer. I know, oh. no, I know that's because it was, we had a trivia question once that we had a name. Yeah. Cole and I play on a pub trivia team. I don't know if it's ever been mentioned I, man, on this I'm podcast. Trivia champions. Keep going. <laughs> so are we. I understand. We have trophies. I understand. Anywho, there was a question once where we had to name like the top 10, um, like fast, like franchise food chains. Yeah. And I was, and I knew, I was like, KFC, KFC I believe was number, I think it's Subway and KFC. Or Subway and KFC, yeah, and those then, are the top yeah, two. Those are the top are you two. talking about number of franchises in the world? Yes. They're number one and two more mm-hmm. than McDonald's. I think McDonald's is three. three but I yeah. know that like Subway's number one. That's Subway is number one. N- without a doubt. There are right. more Subways than McDonald's. For now, sure. Am I allowed to bring up what happened to their spokesperson or you no? Sure can. Yeah, yeah, go yeah, ahead. If you want. I don't know if we free form on this yeah, show. Yeah. No, go, go ahead. Goes. That, and, it, and it ties in. It's current, please. Yeah, it's current. It's about a spokesperson. So um, they're hopefully replaced by another SNL member. That would be good, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so it would be the creepiest SNL member, like the closest to that kind of thing. The cre- Has I- there been anyone that's had any sort of scandal? I feel, why do I want John Lovitz to do it? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Honest. Like, that's why that's I feel excellent. like. Yeah, I don't know. Because I, I also saw him. Well, he was also in the. We were I'll have uh, a six no. inch Subway Club, please. And <laughs> wait. Also, so he was that's in that. Ridiculous. He was in the Chris Farley documentary. He was interviewed. And he has this ridiculous fake tan. It's like, I can't even. He looks like um, George Hamilton. Like, it's ridiculous. Oh, like, no. it looks. It's so bad. 
and I love him. And he was on my podcast list too. And he's so sweet. And I do, and I, I am a huge fan. I love the critic. I loved it. But yeah, that's the cartoon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it stinks. Yes, yeah, I used to love that cartoon. <laughs> there's only like twenty some episodes of that show. Not a lot. And is, I, it, is it sold on DVD? Yes, I have. I, I own the DVDs. It Would is you on say it's a cult classic. That thing. It was. It's very time. Like if you go back and watch it now, it's very of its time. It's very like early nineties. Like time the references. Stamps, yeah. 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 I mean, it was very much like it's a lot because of he's a movie critic. Yeah, they're setting yeah. up a lot of stuff that's happening right then. Like um, they like they made a did a parody of uh, the movie Howard's End and it was Howard Stern's End, oh, like okay. stuff like that, you know. Yeah, Beauty and King Dork. But anyway, so he um, the hatchback Jared. fit the hunch, wait, the hatchback fit for a hunchback. Right, there it is. <laughs> so, so yeah, Jared, Jared was kicked off or removed being the spokesperson because he's. Mm-hmm. Was arrested for having child porn, creating child porn, uh, having, having it, yeah, but then also have like paying for sex with minors. Paying for it, yes. What is so minor? What is he like? Had you have ages? He had to me. Supposedly, he had sex with a couple 16. of like 14, 15, 16 year olds somewhere in there. Are we talking boys or girls? I believe girls. Little girls. Yes, I think so. So, I mean, at first, it's like they raided his house because they were like took his laptops or whatever because everybody thought it was just, oh, this because they had arrested the guy that was the head of his foundation for making it. And so they're trying Maybe to see if the foundation. Yeah. And yeah. What does that do? What is it? What is what it support? Like weight loss? Yeah, I think it supports yeah, like weight loss sense. and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So then and now the allegations are coming out about all this and it, he's supposedly is pleading guilty and is facing uh, 12 years in prison or something. I believe. I don't want to misquote it. I think it was the New York Post that had this horrible, yeah, that was mm-hmm. the, the horrible quote that said, enjoy a foot long in jail. Yep. Which is like, if you'd gone and checked, like that, that <laughs> joke on social media was like, everybody was basically yeah. making either eat fresh or yeah. foot long in prison jokes. It's just, and the fact that the New York Post would use it right. as a headline, I was like, wow, all right. Mm-hmm. Now, do you feel like Who are the ad wizards behind that one? Yeah. Do you feel like they're stealing <laughs> they they aggregated I'm the joke trying, for the yeah, front page. I'm just trying to. All right, another callback. Wayne, you're so is. good at this. Did you guys hear about there was an, uh, a game on the subway uh, website oh, for no. kids that was like you would you would catch snacks in Jared's big pants. Oh no! For points, and it was up there until like. Well, that's like the game like, ants in the pants. Remember yeah. that that like, game that game you didn't play as a child where you would just like try to fling that like fling the like, ants yeah, in the big pants, the yeah, plastic ants into yeah, that's a and I mean you know that was sense. like an, an image for them was him in this giant pair of pants that right, he was hold right. up so they just made this thing for kids and like it was up until like a day before he was arrested even with like all the stuff that was going on I was like hey you guys should have maybe thought ahead of time what if any of this proves true maybe this yeah. shouldn't be on our website but just the fact that that exists is pretty scary yeah I wonder who the webmaster is over there. Right. I'm, I'm going to go with Ad Wizards. Who are the Ad Wizards? Yeah. No. yeah no oh, kidding. I see what you're saying. <laughs> so you watch the Farley doc, right? I did. I am Chris yeah, Farley, Sp- I believe yes, is the name of it. Yes, on Spike TV. I have not I'm seen a- it yet. I have not seen it. Yeah, I haven't yet either. Yeah. Um, because I also, you know why I think I came across it? Because I watch Spike TV because I'm a huge fan of the show Bar Rescue with John Taffer. Um, so I think that's why like, I just turned on the TV and it, like, it was still on that channel. So I, I, is Bar Rescue, I'm going to guess... One of these. It's like Kitchen Nightmares, but it's bars. When a, a bar is drowning and somebody Who's runs out. John Taffer. John, does he do other shows? Mm, I think this was his first one. He has like maybe like a couple spinoffs because of it, mm-hmm. but that's all I know him from. But I love it because I when I grew up, like it, it, so every story is pretty much the same. It's like a, a drunk 
that likes to drink and was like, it's my dream to own a bar and I'm going to. So I came into a little bit of money and I'm going to buy this bar. And of course, like it does well for a little bit. And then they realized this is actually work. I can't just like hang around and drink with my friends, which is what I wanted to do. And then it goes under. And then this guy comes in and rescues them. But what's the number one thing they do to like fix these bars? It's uh, they change the concept of it, like try to give it like a theme. Like, give it, like, theme cocktails and food and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. that's usually what they do. They try to, like, create, like, a theme. Um, but it, like, but I grew up this way. So my dad is, you know, is a big drinker, and he did the same thing. Like, whenever I was, like, six or seven years old, he, like, is, like, there was this bar that was, like, in my hometown that was, like, ready to be sold. And he's, like, that's exactly what he did. He's, like, I'm going to buy this bar because I like drinking with my buddies. And, yeah, like, after, like, it went under in, like, five years because it's work. So Damn. So I don't know. I like that's. I think that's why I'm into it. But sorry, I got off topic. No, that's all. This is all about. <laughs> uh, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet because it was only on Spike TV for like three days or something, and now it's on it, uh, iTunes. Okay. So I just haven't had a chance to like download it and watch it yet. But I am curious about it. Now, do you rent or buy from iTunes? Just rent. I don't you rent I anything digitally. I just he I'm, likes hard copies. Yeah. Something nice about you know being able to touch something. Right, of course, yes, Jared. <laughs> I'm a fan of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey um, No, I watched it. It was good. It was, but it's most. I if 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 you are gonna watch it, thinking like, oh, it's gonna get into like his demons yeah. and like why he. It doesn't really for like until like the last like six minutes of the doc. It's really like a celebration okay. of the man and like his and like his genius and everything. What's really great about it is there's a lot of which I've never seen a lot of clips from his Second City days with like him yeah. and Tim Meadows. That's the only other person I recognized in those clips. But um, yeah, so it's a lot. So it's a lot of um, those videos did he which I've never same seen. Kind of vibe back then. Yeah, he did a lot of the same characters. Like that's yeah, like where yeah, Matt and that, Foley Matt came Foley from, come from there. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah, so, but it's, a, it's, it's, it's mostly like a celebration of the man. It's not like if you, uh, I, I believe there was, um, our buddy Jack told me that if you want to get more into like his demons and stuff, there was a, like a, a book that's better. There was, a, I'm not sure the name yeah. might come to be. That's all right. But yeah, there's like, if you, but yeah, it's, it's only like the Would last, like six Would you say of all the sketches on SNL? The, the one on the table with Spade. And Christina Applegate. Yeah, yeah that one. Would you say that's his number one? If you would never, like. They argue that in Chippendales. And, Chippendales. and the Chippendales yeah. one. Yeah. And Chris Farley's show with Paul, the Paul McCartney. I, right. I, oh, right. That was unbelievable. They were actually saying. That was one of the great. In, in, the, document, in the documentary, <laughs> they were saying that that was, like, that was the most genuine Chris him? Farley yeah. was the Chris Farley show because that's just the type of guy he was. Like, you, you he was remember like, so excited. Like, he's always so excited. Yeah. And then they gave that like. That was awesome. Yeah. And then also that he was always like, I'm stupid. That's dumb. I'm an idiot. Like, he was always very self deprecating. Right, right. Like, uh, in real life. So that's. That was unbelievable. If you want to know, like, that, that is the best. So that's the, the closest best. The to the true Chris Farley. Yeah, I think so. Right. And I also always think about Schmidt's gay for him, too. That old oh, commercial I love- parody. <laughs> <laughs> I love Schmidt's gay. It's a good one. I think I'm going to enjoy house sitting. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know why we know that so well is because back in the day, they had like the best of SNLs like on VHS, and yep. I had a lot of them. Yeah, me so too. So that's definitely where I picked, like rewatched that. And it still had the original song. Wasn't it like a Van Halen song yep. or something? Yeah. It got whipped out. Yeah. And now if you like, yeah. They the rights for the... So it got, yeah. it got switched out. And it wasn't as good without the Van Halen song. Yeah. It is weird how that happens sometimes. I know. Way too much. Well, one of the things I learned about <laughs> SNL was that after the show's broadcast, that 
when they cut it down to the half hours and the hours yes. to be syndicated. Why do they keep the musical guest? And why? I also think it's odd that they keep Weekend Update because it's not timely anymore. No, I like that they keep. Oh, you can like that. Yeah, because at least it timestamps what's okay. going on, and they think that's true. That. Most of those jokes, and actually, it makes you sort of be able to break down those jokes a little better when you're just like, oh, this is that's the fat politician, that's the mm-hmm. guy who's. But what I was going to say is they sweeten those shows, which I never knew. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. If you can, if you compare, if you have like original DVRs mm-hmm. or recordings of the broadcast, and then go back and see, you'll see it's interesting. Wow! Yeah, I didn't realize that. Well, sorry to burst your bubble, people. <laughs> yeah, I'll to, never look at it the same way. I just always burst your Broadway video bubble, but because I don't know about you guys, but I tend to what? fast forward through the musical guest unless it's somebody I'm really interested in. So I've always, I'm always like, why do they keep the musical cast in? I don't know. That's just me. I feel like that because it's sort of, that's the show. That's the time set, so, yeah. yeah. Like a sketch, a yeah. thing, a weekend. That's true. A couple sketches. Because it was a variety, yeah, it's a variety Well, if show. you go back and like, I just very recently rewatched the very first episode because yes. they were just like re-airing mm-hmm. these things. There's a like, yeah, Carlin does like a lot of, he takes breaks and does stand-up. Does, but does Albert Brooks have a movie in that yep, one? And yeah, and the Muppets are in it. Well, I guess Albert Brooks' movie is the equal, equivalent to a digital short today. Right. But like you know, like they didn't settle on the format for quite a while. Right. And early are on, thinking, it was. Are you laughing at me? No, I was just. I was. I was I'm yes. trying to make an analogy for the young kids, and you're laughing at me. <laughs> I'm sure they'd love to hear about your VHS collection. <laughs> Do you, does anyone even know what that is? <laughs> is anybody even listening to me? <laughs> Why do they make so horse socks? Saying? I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh God, I don't even know anymore. Um, that train has left the station, derailed. Really? Yeah. Choppers are broadcasting it. Saigon? Yeah. <laughs> got really nasty, guys. <laughs> really, really upsetting. Um, Very disturbing. Oh, yeah, the first episode. Yeah, uh, yeah it's just like they, it took them forever like, to really settle on the format. And it's interesting to just watch it in its infancy. Like A lot of stuff didn't work like at all. Like, Well, that's why you'll ne- very rarely will ever see a whole show repeated yeah. outside of that season when they do them late at night. Yeah, like when you syndicated, they're they're always at the most an hour. Am I wrong about that? Yeah, you're correct. They're yeah. always cut down. And that's an hour. with commercials, so that's like forty minutes. Yeah, what forty yeah. four minutes or whatever? And it kills you sometimes because there are sketches that I used to love that you just the can't you ones. can't find mm-hmm. that like there was a sketch when Garth Brooks hosted mm-hmm. where it was them at the movies and they keep playing trailers over and over and over and the movies never starting they're all like ah oh, start the movie and they're getting upset and Tracy Morgan loves every trailer uh-huh. so he's just sitting next to them and I remember there's a line where like he goes Haha, that guy's hilarious he's wearing sunglasses. <laughs> And it's playing like I feel good, like in every trailer right. underneath it or whatever, that's which is probably, probably why, why. they can't show it yes. exactly. But that's We're breaking it down. Well, me. well, my thing is, I love SNL music breakdown. I was trying to explain to someone recently that the Lucy Lawless uh, Stevie Nicks Fajita Roundup, mm-hmm. or whatever she hosted, and you can't find that either. And I don't know, but those are like song parodies. They're song but parodies, I don't know, but, but I don't know. Yeah. I couldn't find it anywhere to explain. Like, no, it's Stevie because I always think of. Whenever I hear certain Stevie Nicks songs, I start singing the Stevie Nicks Fajita Roundup lyrics. Right. Yeah, it sucks. See, I would love to do like a, not a, but maybe like a sketch about people at SNL deciding what sketches to use based on music and finding out. Like, I just think that's an interesting world of like, who's making that decision? Like, at what point? Is the royalty for that not worth putting it on? Oh, you mean when cutting it for syndication? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think unless it's a sketch that's an immediate classic, they're just like, we're not interested. No, nope, not even interested. Let's not pay whatever that is for it because 
I'm sure the syndication deals aren't like the biggest money in the world anyways to play with. So, right. Or those, but I, I think those best of make a lot of money. Yeah. They used to. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Back anymore. when people, I don't think people really buy DVDs anymore. No. They mm-hmm. rent them. They do. <laughs> they rent them from iTunes. I, so I'm very curious. Now, as a side to the I am, there was a documentary I just saw called, uh, called, uh, called uh, Call, uh, Call Me. It's a Bobcat Goldthwaite's mm-hmm. doc. I've heard about it, but I have not yet seen yeah, it. Yeah, it's about Crimmins. All right. Who cares? Let's keep moving on. <laughs> It's supposed to be great, though. It's in it's the festival good. circuit it's stuff. Good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about one other thing before we move on to some other stuff. Uh, Star Wars Land yes. was just announced at D23, um, coming to both Disneyland and Disney... Disney World, which is the theme park it's going to be in is the, the current... Theme, I'm a big Disney theme park nerd. Um, is Dis, It's now named the Disney Hollywood Studios. Yeah. And that's where Star Tours is currently. And that's where they do the Star uh, Star Wars weekends every spring. And uh, but I think they're changing the name of the park yet again. This is the third name change for the park because it was originally the Disney MGM Studios. Now it's the Disney Hollywood Studios, and I think they're changing the name yet again. I'm not sure. Oh wow! (laughs) But um, yeah, that's where it'll be in Disney in Orlando Disney World. Supposedly going to be 14 acres at both places, which is especially they got rid of the back lot. It's not part of Disney. Doesn't Disney now own Star Wars? They yes. Do. They do. It's, so it's going to be part of their par- our existing park. So it's going right. to go into Disneyland, and okay. it's also going to go into It's Disney going to Hollywood go into Studios. the theme park Disneyland, yep. and then the theme park, the Disney Hollywood Studios, which is in right. Disney World in Florida. I know all about Disney. Yes. And it's, it's, it's taking over the area for the, the Backlot Tour, where the okay. Backlot Tour originally was mm-hmm. in Florida. And then uh, here, I'm assuming it's just like a parking lot that they probably do or something. I don't know. I some guess. property I don't know they acquired. Do I don't but know. Yeah. But yeah, 14 acres is pretty, especially for Disneyland where they don't have a lot of real yeah. estate. Um, Which is like out. a blessing and a curse. I love it because when I go to Disney World, I'm so overwhelmed because it's a lot a lot more like walking and everything's so spread out. But then it's not as like, it's not as crowded. It's like, I feel like there's constantly like people in my space, like whenever I'm at Disneyland, yeah. but I also like that it's smaller and I can walk, like walking from space mountain to BTMRR is like not ridiculous. Oh my God. I'm such a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> there's something nice. We said about something that's nice and compact. They can get around for them. Um, but whenever they you bring know, it, the parking lot in Disney world is bigger than all of Disneyland parking and everything for the magic kingdom. Everything. The ticket and you mean the parking lot at the ticket and t- transportation center. The parking lot at Disney World in Orlando is bigger than all of Disney for the Magic Kingdom at the ticket and transportation center. I'm correcting you. You have to be more specific. I'm saying I'm going to say it. Well, because Epcot has its own th- <laughs> the parking lot. The Animal Kingdom has its own parking lot. Studios has its own parking lot. You mean the the one for Magic Kingdom? Oh, I thought there was one big parking lot. No. Each theme park has its own But regardless, that park. one is probably... Sorry, yes, this I is like... I was no, I like it. I like <laughs> it. No, it's all good. I like um, it. So the Star Wars land is... They put some sketches out. Some of the things they're going to have are like a chance for you to pilot the Millennium Falcon. Oh, um, yes. And others put you in the middle of a climactic battle of some sort. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I find Is there really, a Mos Eisley's cantina? There is a cantina. I, I would just go in to see the band. Yeah. <laughs> the thing I find most interesting about droids it is... droids welcome in the cantina. Can you blow That's right. Death Star? I don't know. I don't know. That'd be cool. Probably would be like, like the vid game was like kind of is R two D two serving right. drinks. I will hope like so. on Jabba's barge. 
The thing I find interesting about it is they want it to be a completely immersive experience. So every single employee in there is going to be an alien. Cast member. Sorry, cast member. But they're they're not going to be your typical cast members that are dressed in whatever. They're going they're, to be actors. Right. They're going to be actors who are going to be milling around as aliens and other things too. There was a um, there was a club that was a part of Pleasure Island at Disney World that had the same concept. It was called the Adventurers Club. It was amazing. It was like Indiana Jones, like 1920s themed like Adventureland and they had different care like they had actors that were different characters and then they walked around and like in in interacted with the guests and it was amazing that's it. so there that's it what is. it reminds me of so it'll be interesting to see how it how it really feels when you walk through it um but it sounds like it's gonna be pretty cool at least it'll be i don't mind draw I, like okay. crazy i of course as a disney <laughs> purist this doesn't bother me at all because it's like i love star wars and like if george lucas you know like isn't going to make his own theme park i like that he like you know he he teamed up with disney to make star tours and like and gave him the indiana jones right. rights or whatever like, i was so, there when that opened by the way yeah so that's so this doesn't bother me now if they start making I'm not, and this is where people are not going to like me. I'm not the biggest Marvel fan. If they start like making Marvel world, I'm going to be a little bothered because it's You're like, talking about Disney. Maybe. Yes. Like I, I'm like, I think it should be like its own entity. Like, I don't think just because Disney bought it. I, this is just me. I'm sorry. I know a lot of people no, disagree with me on this. I, I it's like, just not I like Marvel. Marvel fine, but my whole thing is like, I what I wouldn't want them to do is like, hey, we're gonna do a Thor coaster, but we're gonna shut down BTMRR, the, like the Big Thunder Mountain, like start <laughs> yeah. replacing the things that make which Disney, they would never Disney do, but with these other things that are like the outliers, you know, like that that would make me cranky right. just because they don't have a lot of real estate options that I could see them doing that. Of course, and Disney land, Disneyland, Disneyland, yeah, yeah. Disney, you know, if they like, I just feel like if you're gonna do it, like make it its own thing, like just don't start like. You know, making interventions like the Stark Expo. Right. I don't, it's just me. <laughs> what about like the Avengers as instead of the Hall of the Presidents? Oh, God, they would never. That's not even, don't even joke about something like that. I love Hall of Presidents and I love the American Adventure. <laughs> Great moments with Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even funny. Like, I'm like a little bit. work. <laughs> I'm pitching that, guys. <laughs> Disney, you can have that for free. You can have it. That's for free for all these years of great, great fun at your parks and your TV show. You enjoy. <laughs> so, Wayne, you have a podcast now, Human yes. Conversation. Yes, I do. Uh, with Aaron. Uh, how did that come about? What Aaron? Aaron approached you about yes, that? she said. Because we had spoke. I was on. She had another podcast called This Feels, Feels Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Do you know what that's about? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's sorry. Great, great. It's about relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I meant, you know what it's about. I was like, why don't you say what it's about? That's yeah. what I meant, as opposed to just yes or no. Um, yeah. So it was about relationships. So I was on that. Talked all about Wayne Fetterman and the girls. Wayne Fetterman. Okay, Wayne Fetterman <laughs> is so, quite the ladies' man, but I don't think that I've ever known you to have like a steady girlfriend for more than like a couple months. Well, I lived with a girl for ten years. So what well, I didn't know you then. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I didn't know I you. Lived with ten went into double digits. <laughs> That's a long time. That is, yeah. That's long. But so we got along swell, and she was like, "Do you ever want to do a podcast?" I go, well, "I don't know. I mean, my voice is kind of annoying." <laughs> I who disagree. Would, who would want to listen to that? And she was like, let's, uh, so it took a while, and then she, we pitched this idea, and then came up with the idea of simple. It's the low-concept podcast. 
just two people talking, no phones, we can't look up anything. And no guests the, either, right? No guests. Correct. And then the beginning of the next episode, we have something called corrections and amendments, which are like, if we make a mistake, we'll correct that at the oh, beginning. It's, always, it's kind of like an editor's note. Like yeah, in a paper. Yeah, yeah. From the one before. Hey, guys, remember when there was print? <laughs> so, uh, so that's it. And we just do one, you know, we do one a week. Is this, what, is this one, once a week? Just, uh, roughly, yeah. Every yeah. 10 days or so. Oh, 10 days? Yeah, we do three a month. Oh, okay. Generally. So, so that's not uh, once a week. Yeah, that's the opposite. Exactly. That's not the opposite. But, uh, I just so rolled my eyes of... at Cole, which I do a lot. Mm. <clears throat> but we, it's coming along. It's coming along. It's curious. I've never done one before. So How about how many done, uh, of this show? No, just in general. I'm, I mean, I've only run the one. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. This is your thing. Okay. I've, I mean, I've guessed it on others, but this is the only one I've ever So I'm looking at done. some equipment here. I yep. see like a board. Yep. Way. <laughs> this looks like something that uh, from the... Eagles fly like an eagle tour. This seems like very big for her. But what's going on here? It's this just is a, your equipment. Yeah, it's we've upgraded it over the years. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just a basic Behringer mixing board, but it's got a bunch of inputs because occasionally we'd have an episode we'd have a bunch of guests, yeah, and it's nice being. Like when you do your um, year, you do have like a year end wrap up. Yeah, we do a year end wrap up show where we bring most back people. Of guests you have. I think we've had. Four or five, maybe. Like we've had, we've done a couple oh, live wait, shows. Yeah, I was gonna say your live shows get pretty big. Yeah, sometimes. So like, it's nice to have. And so nice and to you have a, only use the. These are fifty eights. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's just I just like the I'm being gonna, able to have everybody have their own mic because we've had times where people have had to share uh, and one person's way off of it and they sound like they're in a tin can in the middle of nowhere. We and, can't all be like Doctor Joyce Brothers on The Simpsons who brings her own mic. I brought my own mic. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that's the first Simpson quote that I got. It I took know, us nice, how long have we been? Nice, how long are we like into this? About 40 minutes. It so. took me 40 minutes to quote Roughly. the Simpsons. Oh, I'm ashamed of myself. Yeah, way to go. Those are that's my other love, peep. I have two loves: the Simpsons yeah. and Disney theme parks. Those are my Disney theme parks. Well, I love Disney in general, but mostly the theme parks. Did you celebrate the anniversary? I got to go to a birthday party oh. at the Mickey Mouse penthouse. Suite. You know about this? There's mm-hmm. a big anniversary. Yeah, yeah it's 60th. the 60th. Yeah. July 17th, 1955 is when Disneyland opened. Right. So, yes, they did. They, uh, when they did Disney that. World open? Um, it, well, 1971 is the year. You don't know the date? I don't know the date. If, what if I pull the date out of my brain right now? Oh. Do you know? I know the month, and I'm going to guess the day. The month is definitely October. That's Epcot for sure. No, no, wait. Yeah, Epcot's yeah. October as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to say the first. Yeah, maybe Epcot. Epcot was but, October first, nineteen eighty-two. Yeah, that, that's a hundred percent. That's locked. Yeah, that's a lock. <laughs> yeah, I think it was eleven years to the day after Disney World opened, but I might be wrong about that. All right, are we allowed to look it up? No, no. Okay. no we're going to do a human conversation <laughs> okay. style, and that's then right. your next podcast uh, you can corrections. Go, yeah, yeah, hey, guys. Was, by the way, I was listening ten days ago. <laughs> right. Yeah. There it is. So, speaking of it, I'm using my Figment mug from there Epcot it is. right oh. now. I love And it. when did Okay, I have just a couple questions about sure. Disney. Now sure. that we have the Disney expert. Do you mind if I ask you? Yeah, go for it. When did they switch over from the tickets to you can go on any ride as much as you want? Oh, that's a good question. From the whole e-ticket thing. Now, and you, no, just now, again, you I'm know what? I want to say saying, before you answer. Okay. That think, you love two things in life. Yes. Okay. Go now. Well, this is why. Well, <laughs> because I feel that in my lifetime, yeah, 
I have never seen the ticket. A ticket. But you know what they are. Yeah, no, but I'm saying like I've never oh, had you know to use no. I know what they are. I'm what aware would, of them. How would you describe them? So there was They're varying levels tickets. of ticketing. Yes. So yes. some he of the like this. like e-tickets yes. I guess are the best rides well, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, e-ticket would be like a Matterhorn. Right. And so you'd purchase these ticket books. Yes. So you and could then you go could only on. Go on Everyone a knows ride. what it is. I yeah. do know what it is. I'm saying I never had to use one in my lifetime. Of course. So I don't. So I, I I don't know the like the year they stopped using them. All right, here's when I was doing some research on your past one. Yes. Oh, I love it. Uh, you did research on me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I found most of which I knew. There's a lot of interesting stuff <laughs> that uh, I mean. Well, one, you did ventriloquism when you were a kid. It's true. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> you play the ukulele. Like that's a thing that. you do in your. Because that is in the documentary. That is in Misery Loves Comedy, the documentary no, that you're... Fin- yes, it is. There's oh, a, a photo of, of you with the ukulele. Yeah, and sure. your dad told you... No, it's in the doc, because your dad's like, well, don't do that. Remember? <laughs> My dad was like, don't... What yeah. do you, and he said, what are you going to do with that? Yes. <laughs> Very supportive there. <laughs> Very supportive. See? It was Thank featured. You. Yeah, that's I forgot about that. Oh. Huh. I mean, you've, you've performed for the troops in Iraq. Yes, yes. Um you, you, you've kind of you've done a lot for Pete, with Pete Maravich. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spent five years of my life writing a book about him with Pistol Pete. You know him at all? I know of him. Yeah, yeah. You do? Mm-hmm. I'm always curious because he's obviously before. Isn't your time. he from Aliquippa, Pennsylvania? Yes, he is from Aliquippa. That's yeah. a cry, that's our right. I'm from Ambridge, Pennsylvania, and that's right. the the town across uh, across the Ohio River, and that was like that's that's our high, our football rival. Rival? Your rival? Yeah. Were they good, Aliquippa? Yes, they were very good. You've studied with Stella Adler. Uh-huh. A tish. When I when I write wrote these things down, I was like, "You've had like the Forrest Gump life, where you move from one like pretty colorful thing to the next." Uh, what what has made you embrace all these different like quirky, fun, cool things? Um, well, I will say that I just I like variety and diversity. Yeah, like like there was a. We were talking about Kentucky Fried Chicken. This is a great example. Like, they used to have an expression was, we do chicken right. Yeah. Do you remember that? The consumer remembers, Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so obviously, that was, the English was, they don't do English well, but they do chicken right, I guess. (laughs) So, I've always thought about that, like, in my career. Like, if you do one thing really well, there's a, you might get more success. You know, if you just focus like a laser on the one thing. But you like Malcolm Gladwell it. Yeah. Yeah. Just like really there's a boom. That's this is what I'm doing. Yeah. This is me. And then but I I just get not bored, but I just have so many varied interests that I just I didn't want to live my life like that, which is one of the reasons maybe I'm not as not that I'm not successful, but I mean, it's not like, oh, Wayne Fetterman. Let's go see his I movie. Wouldn't say you're- Let's go see his movie. <laughs> There's no Wayne Fetterman. There's no Wayne Fetterman. No you're story. not unsuccessful by any means, and you're and you're very beloved in oh. the I believe in the community. Very beloved. Thank you, thank you. You are. I didn't know uh, you knew the entire community. Well, you know, I, well. Yeah. We sent out Thanks. so Thanks. many surveys Thanks. before you came on. We're like, really? we need to just figure it's, out where he falls. We want a beloved guy. <laughs> but yeah, so I like doing a lot of, and there's many other things. Like I'm really into music. Like in a big way, playing it and composing. Which I just, I did not know this about you until we were at a birthday party. And you, I didn't know that you played the piano. And you were playing the, like we were sitting, like uh, there was like, uh, there was a live band. And we sang along and you played the piano. And I never knew that you could play the piano until that day. And this was like, and this was like three weeks ago. Yeah, self-taught. Nice. Yeah. 
So that's my. We have a lovely photo of us sitting on the piano bench. Maybe yeah. we could put that, that on. That was a good night. There it is. <laughs> so it's, so that's the answer. So that's what you found out from the research. I did ventriloquism. I just th- just thought all these interesting things. A lot of times you, you'll do research on people, and I'll be like, "Oh, they grew up such and such. They played baseball when they were a kid, and then they did drama, and now they're an actor." You know what I mean? Well, like it's just pretty like whatever. But your your past is very colorful and cool. Thank you, thank you. No, I feel lucky that I studied with Stella Adler. No, you know she studied with Stanislavski, who is the father of the method. Yeah, the method. Yeah. So it's Stanislavski to Adler. To Fetterman, that is the <laughs> that's how it goes, yeah. Of modern American, <laughs> modern acting. Wish I had a better punchline for that, but uh, yeah, no, I was thrilled. And she was still teaching, like she, we, I was in her. There's video somewhere of her teaching me because she was videotaping her classes back then. Oh wow, yeah, so that's crazy. I know, I know. And she, we had to stand up when she came in the room. Oh wow, hmm. yeah, that's. Diva asks, stand up, sit down, couldn't have coffee. Could Cole be, makes a, his, uh, the rest of his improv team do that whenever he like whenever they have rehearsals. Like whenever he right. enters the room, he makes them stand up and acknowledge his genius. Is that not true? Goodness gracious, girl. I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> help gracious, that be the name of this podcast. Goodness, Goodness gracious, gracious, girl. Uh, well, let's do first. We do this every podcast. Yes. It's a different first from life. Um, what was the first roller coaster you can remember going on, and did you like it? Ah, that's a great question, because um, uh, I don't know if you know this about me. There's very few nerd things I'm involved with. Like, I was not into comic books, like, but I was a member, briefly, of the ACE, which is American Coaster Enthusiasts. <gasps> I did not I know that. know that. Yes, that's, it's a very wow. rare. That's not, that's deep. That's deep level deep betterment. Nice. Well, then, wow, this is just fortuitous questioning. Yeah, this is because I, I not. I only, love roller coasters. Not only Disney parks, but I just love theme like parks, theme parks, amusement parks. Well, in there general, was a little so. thing called Kitty Land in outside. I grew up. I split my childhood between Silver Spring, Maryland, and Plantation, Florida. Okay, that's mm-hmm. a legitimate place. Plantation. That's what mm-hmm. it's called. Um, and there was a little Kitty Land park in. And outside Silver Spring that I went to that had like a little boat ride, had a train. I love a good train. I'm talking about a kitty train. Oh, see, I like like the train like a Disney. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, this wasn't like the Disney. This was like a kitty train. that I, There was two. There was one that was self-powered with the like a conductor. <laughs> and then there was another one. How would you describe what I'm doing to the listeners? Oh, you're near paddling? Oh no! With your arm, with you did arms, it with your hands. Yeah. So it's not your feet. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you're cr- like a you're cranking. cranking. Yeah, yeah, yeah like sort cranking. of cranking with two hands. Yes. Yeah. So it's cranked, so you had to do that. It's like, what a great ride for the kids. <laughs> put them to work. <laughs> yeah, put them to work. But there was a little roller coaster, so that would be the first one. I mean, I've ridden a lot. Do you remember the name of it? No, I don't even know if it had a name. Like, this was, like, in a, like when I look back, there's some footage on the internet about this place, but it it's like, looks like it's in the back of somebody's house. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, this was a small little place. Now, do you still very much enjoy roller coasters? Mm-hmm. I was just at Six Flags, by the way. One of the Six Flags. I was just at Six Flags. One of the Six Flags is uh, Confederate flag, just so you know. Mm-hmm. Oh. That yeah. was a trivia question recently. We it got was? them. You got yeah, the we six got all flags. six. We did yeah, get all six of easy. them. Pretty easy. Um, but Magic Mountain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. was there recently, too. Yeah. Like a couple weeks ago. I did the X2. Probably. Oh, X- Satan's cock, you mean? X2? Whoa, I nearly huh? died. I knew. <laughs> I, I bruised. <laughs> it, it turns out that I bruised my collarbone from that. The, because from that ride. You know why? 
You gotta lean into it. You can't. I did. I didn't brace it. I never brace it. I never. I know this from just yeah. like I always just like let myself loose because yeah. I always tell people on Indiana Jones, don't yeah. brace yourself. You you're gonna you're gonna hurt get more yourself. hurt. Yeah. Just let yourself go. Yeah. So I'm aware of and this. You still hurt yourself. I got whip. Yeah, I got whiplash. You ever been on this? This is a third dimension roller coaster, right? Yeah, Isn't it's it te- it's, te- it's terrible. It, I, I think that's the way they describe it. I mean, we're all, we all live in three dimensions. So it's not right. sort of sort of like <laughs> to tell you the truth. Uh, and you didn't. That was your first time on X. That was my it's first time X2, on it. Right? Yes, yeah. correct. And never again. Have you ridden this I, yet? Colin? I haven't. No, I'm not. I'm pretty much a wuss when it comes to coasters. So he won't even go on California Screaming. I have before. I just got to be in a certain no, mood. Can, there's a lot of people that don't like that feeling, but uh, I love it. I, and you know, when I went to Star Tours Star- when it opened. 1987. Mm-hmm. Still have the watch. They gave us a watch. Mm. Um, I was like, wow, this is going to be the future of roller coasters. Like, roller coasters are mm. over. They can do so much more in these. Well, that's all that Universal does. Everything is put on these glasses, and here's a screen, and nothing's, like, tangible. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that I was going to touch a nerve with that. That's <laughs> true. She's <laughs> really, you're upset about that. I always thought, like... They There's literally really, it's, it's it's a true thing at Universal. There's literally one real coaster, which is the Mummy, which is inside, and mm-hmm. it's four seconds long. Like, but every have, other have well, and then like I haven't the, been to Universal in and Jurassic Park years. is a log flume. Yeah, but other than that, everything is put on these glasses. We're, we're going to put you in front of a screen, and that's the air quote ride. Yep. But uh, everything. is it a ride? Is do you feel like it's good? Which one? Any of those. They're, I enjoy it. They're fine. They're enjoyable. You okay. feel like they're pretty, like, you feel like you're dropping. Like, I don't know how they do I it. just, I'm more, this is, a, this again will open the box of I'm more of a purist, and I hate that it's like, let's get rid of E.T. E. to put in the mummy, because people, like, E.T. is will forever be beloved, and who the fuck is still talking about the mummy? You make a good point. Yeah. Know, it's, well, like, it is. It, it, they they and as more much, money in the 80s than any other. And movie. as much as I love the Simpsons more than probably I life I hate that they replace Back to the Future for a Simpsons ride like you did like Back to the Future needs to have an attraction yep I agree with that I think what they, they do Universal does especially is they just cash grab for whatever's popular then so they get rid of something that's like maybe the gates have gone down a little bit on mm-hmm. and they pull that out and they put in this thing that like right now will bring the people in because they're hanging on by a thread and then that uh, uh, you know, ten years from now, they'll replace that with something else. And what was likely. great about ET is that there was like a, a like a dark ride where there were yep. animatronics. Like then they like it was like they right. don't they got rid of that now. Nothing. So anyway, to it. answer your question, sorry, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I mean, I did ride Space Mountain in the seventies. There was something called Grad Night. Do you know what that yes. is? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, the bane of my existence. Why? Is that the bane of your... Well, because now they're mixing grad night students in with the day guests, and it's just... And they're obnoxious, okay, and well, it's a mess. Okay, grad night, for me... Yeah, it was went, better when they did is, it when that way. When you lived in Florida or California, you would get... If you graduated, or were going to graduate in a couple months, you got a free night at Disney World. Um, so I rode something called Space Mountain. Okay. So that yeah, that's was you kind of that as a roller coaster. It was, I, I found it more. I counted as a roller coaster. So mountain. now the the Space Mountain in Disney World, yeah, is the same ride system as the Matterhorn because the Space Mountain in Disneyland is more of like a true like roller coaster track. I think. Just to clarify. Right, right. I always felt like Space Mountain was a little more of like what we used to call a mouse roller coaster. Yes. 
Which is what you know Goofy's, what that's what Goofy's Sky School is. <laughs> it's just like it a is. lot of quick turns right. as opposed to yes, like that's exactly. big, big hills, yes, getting yeah, speed yeah, yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that, yeah. But I'm 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 into it. I mean, I've uh, I haven't gone to Mexico. Those are the like the best ones because right. there's really no like, <laughs> bolts are flying government. out. Yeah, yeah. Right. no government oversight. <laughs> there's no regulations. There's, Only like, four deaths today, Senor. <laughs> right in Mexico City. Right. That reminds me. Like I tend to love wooden roller coasters. Those are always my favorite. Oh, yeah. Why now? Why do you like them so much? Um, well, I where I grew up, we had a theme. Our local theme park was called Kennywood Park. Mm-hmm. If anyone has ever seen the movie Adventureland, that is Kennywood. And we all of our yeah, we've had wooden roller coasters that are still there to this right. day that have been there since the twenties. And does your for Jamie for you your first coaster does that tie into Kennywood? Oh, okay. So technically, I did some research. So my first roller coaster that I ever went on was the Racer, which is in Kennywood. But I was tricked onto going to it because I was afraid of roller coasters. So I was tricked by my older sister, Jacqueline, who is 10 years older than I am, because like the queue is out like it like, kind of hides like the loading area. So I didn't really know what it was. And then I got on it and it's the it's like two. It's called the racer because it's two roller coasters that there's two tracks and they race each other. That's why. It's, but it's yeah, it's but it's a coaster that I believe has been there. Yeah, since 1927 and still there to this day. And. I don't remember enjoy like I was tricked to going on it and I think I was terrified, but I think I still enjoyed it. <laughs> so that was my first roller coaster that I physically went on was at Kennywood. But the first one that I remember actually enjoying and being like, I love this and I wanted to repeatedly go on it was that Kennywood has a sister park that, um, called Idlewild which is also in Western Pennsylvania. And they had like a smaller wooden roller coaster that was just called the Rollo Coaster. Okay. And that I really, and it's small and I went on that like I think like a couple years later and I loved it and then that's when I finally was like I like roller coasters now and I wanted to repeatedly go on it. And what did you have a bad roller coaster experience? Because I could talk about roller coasters. All my day. thing was okay. My first one, just to answer this, was um, was at Cedar Point in Sandusky, oh. Ohio, because um, I've been great parks in yeah, America. I believe at one point it was the roller coaster capital of the yeah, world. There the it is. world. Incredible. Because I grew up in Michigan, so it was about a four or five hour drive. Yeah, we so. frequented Cedar Point quite a bit too, being grew, growing up in Western Pennsylvania. Right, it's, yeah, I'm from Pittsburgh, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned that. If that makes if there that it helps. is. <laughs> uh, so for me, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the corkscrew there. Uh huh. Um, that goes upside down, though. Correct? Doesn't yeah. it? Just like a literal. It's a literal course. I've been on that. Yeah. Yeah. That was definitely my first one. Uh, if that's not that, that's, yeah, that's, that's intense, intense for a first for one because it definitely has an over the shoulder like I can harness. See why you got wussified? Yeah. That. Well, for me, it was. I, I have a harder time with the drops. Like I like the ones that are fast. Like I don't mind the ones that go mm-hmm. upside down and like corkscrew like that that are just like fast and move you around. I just don't like the big drops when my stomach. So drops. like a colossus? No. Yeah. Or it was a Goliath. Goliath has the yeah, big drop. It was Goliath. That's the main. I, I, I actually find the, the clickety-clack up the hill scarier than the drop for me. Mm-hmm. All right, it's the drops I can't stand. I know that's how you gain the speed, but like that's one reason that I don't like the old wooden ones because at um, Great America up in Northern California, they have one called the Grizzly, I believe, which was an old – it's an old mm-hmm. you know wooden roller coaster that literally is like, just like two big drops. Like there's not much to it. It's like a big drop and then you just kind of go around for a few minutes and get up to another big drop. Mm-hmm. And I was like – it's just literally like here's the sensation you hate twice and that's all there is to it. And it's super rickety so it's like really bouncing you around. Yeah, that's what I love. All, I'm with Jamie on this. I love the wooden Me too. ones. I like the, two, I like the look of them and I like the feel. Of, like, I like they, they look cool to me. But like the sensation didn't. Well, really my work favorite for me. part of the wooden is there's always that one moment where you're like, oh, there's, this is the, there's something wrong. 
Right. So this is not. We have a coaster at Kennywood so called the Jackrabbit. Yeah. And it has a double, and it's known because it has a double dip. Right. And on that second dip, the train actually comes off of the track yeah, every so, time, and so then wow. it's terrifying, but it's, it's so awesome. Terrifying. And my favorite, like my favorite roller coaster ever, is the Thunderbolt at Kennywood, which is a wooden roller coaster. That, but it's only been there since I think the seventies. But I lo- that's my well, favorite. We had in Florida just to shit. You know, remember saying I lived in Plantation, Florida. Yeah. If we're running out of time, tell me. No, we get we get a little bit. Okay. We had a ride of the steeplechase, which was taken from the famous Coney Island steeplechase from the 20s and 30s. Uh-huh. Like when that shut down, they shipped it down to this place called Pirates World. Okay. Where they had bands play, and we rode the steeplechase, which was just a kind of like horses on a track, not really a roller coaster per se. Right. But I remember one kid got bitten by a rattlesnake on the ride. Oh, my God. That's how white trashy Pirates <laughs> World was Nice when I grew up there. But, I, yeah, I, I love them all. I, when I used to, one of the jobs I had, remember we were talking about yeah. starting, when I couldn't make any money in comedy, was I was a tour leader for, uh, and this brings it back to Jared as well, <laughs> I was a tour leader for a company called Adventure Trails, and we would take kids skiing, during the winter, and then in the spring, we would take him to Six Flags in New Jersey. What is that one called? Um, uh, Six Flags Kings Great Adventure. Great Adventure. Adventure. Six no, Flags. King's Dominion is. No, this no. Is, I think it was called Six Flags Great Adventure. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot. There was lightning loops and stuff like that there. But the guy that ran Adventure Trails, my boss, who would hang around with kids all the time, Uh-oh. is in jail mm-hmm. for pedophilia. Oh man. I know. Another callback. You're so good at these callbacks. What? You're so good at the callback. I know. Well, I try to listen to what's going on. No, that's I try a thing. To be part it's a good thing. Wayne is, I want to say about Wayne Fenneman, he is an excellent listener and he's always like genuinely interested in whoever he's talking to and always asks a lot of questions. And I like that about you. Thank you. Thank you. I am, I do, I, Aaron, uh, back to my podcast, mm-hmm. makes fun of me because I claim that I have an unquenchable thirst for knowledge. But it is. But that's good. <laughs> it it's is good true. Yeah. It is true. Like I am curious about. And back to stuff. like me saying like, instead of me just saying I don't know, but it's like, no, now I like, I should want to look that up and know it so i agree sorry sorry no, so what anyway any other Don't questions apologize. about wayne fetterman well we're gonna do a, oh, a fun is, game now oh let's hopefully do, was that that game uh th- that was the first. first question which we did this is uh Jesus, we're gonna we do this thing so jamie game. jamie and i have been doing this thing and a couple of other friends do Corey and stuff been doing this movie mashup game it's I actually it. i oh. can i was introduced to this game because my friend jason mcintyre who actually took the photo for us this afternoon yes, he did. um he was taught this at, um, he is an iOS improv guy, and he was taught this as an improv warm-up. So that's, I just want to give credit to where so I got credit. J-Mac, this is, right. this so is where that's came But that's where, it, it came from, like, he was taught this as an improv warm-up. This so it's a, about it's, movies. It's a movie mashup yes. game. So here's an example. Clint Eastwood and John Lithgow are SF detectives in search of Bigfoot. What would that movie be called? It's a mashup of two titles. Yeah, of two titles. Oh, okay. Say it again. Clint Eastwood and John Lithgow yeah. are SF detectives in search of Bigfoot. It's got to be Dirty Harry of the Hendersons. There it is. Yes. Okay. Exactly. So, so you get it. Well, you know, this is a fun game. You'll Not see for these. Me. Let's do it. Let's keep going. You right, love here we movies. Go. Here we go. Number one, Matt Damon <laughs> yes. and Ben Stiller purchase an old animal sanctuary in which they stage fashion walk-offs. I bought a Zoolander. 
But yeah, yeah, we bought, we a, bought Zoolander. a Zoolander. Why is it? Am, is. I'm not the only, am I the only one playing? Well, we wrote them. We wrote them. Oh, it's no. Uh, this is the least favorite yeah. kind of game. We'll see I'm how you the do. only one playing. Uh, number two. <laughs> Sorry. What was the name of it? How, how off was I for? It was We Bought a Zoolander. Yeah. We bought a Zoolander. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good. No, you got it. You got okay. it. You'll get a hang of it. Seth MacFarlane Jeez. romances Charlize Theron while avoiding a killer robotic cowboy played by Yul Brenner. I don't even remember that. It's like How to Get Laid in the West World or How to... What was the name of that movie? Yeah. How to Live and Die it. in the West World? A Million Ways to Die. A Million West, Ways to Die. I never saw it. Did you see that flick? I did. It's yeah. all right. It's got moments, but it's Too over long. two hours and it doesn't need to be. It's right, like, right. should be all and the they, and they showed all the best And they showed all the best gags in the trailer. Yeah. yeah. Like, there was a couple funny gags. There's some funny things I really it. wish they didn't blow the Back to the Future 3 Yeah. It would have been nice to not spoil that. Number three... Shelley Long and Chris Farley yeah. train a group of young, privileged girls in martial arts. Okay, so it's something camp. I don't know. I don't know. What is it? It's a Troop Beverly Hills Ninja. Troop. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Also starring Craig T. Nelson. There it is. Number four, Luke Skywalker becomes yeah. a Chicago firefighter and looks into a string of arsons and murders with the help of his new pal Yoda. Luke Skywalker Luke Skywalker becomes a Chicago firefighter and looks into a string of arsons and murders with the help of his new pal Yoda it helps because you always I feel like one always stands out like one title always stands out and then you just got to piece it together I don't know Uh, that would be Star Wars Episode 5 The Empire Strikes Back Draft (laughs) love it that is good I will just do one more just because this one was my favorite one to write up yeah after losing his father during 9-11 yeah Yes. A boy makes meaningful structures out of mashed potatoes with the help of Richard Dreyfus. Okay, all right. That's... That would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me think. I'm trying to think of the name of that that stupid movie. That kid that walked around. Yeah, that's yep. what's got like. Yeah. The, that's what. Whenever I the read this first. That, was, that movie is so annoying to me. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, it's extremely loud and incredibly close encounters of the third kind. Uh, that's it. But it's pretty clever. I couldn't remember the name of that movie, and I saw it too. That's embarrassing. That well, that movie was kind of rough. <laughs> was... I couldn't believe how bad that. That kid walked from Manhattan to like Brooklyn yep. in a day or something. Yep. Remember that? Just knocking on doors. Yeah. Like, that did like, bother you because you're like that's not physically possible. Yeah, it was like the whole thing. That reminds me, and I think your yeah. listeners will appreciate this. There, and this ties into my whole Disney nerdism. There was a two part episode of Full House in which they went to Disney World. This was a later. This was a later season episode because, like, like, um, like they were all like Jesse and the, everybody was there. Because I remember Uncle Jesse like playing the piano in the Grand Floridian Hotel. <laughs> But nice. it was a two-part episode, and what was driving me crazy about it is the park hopping they were doing was physically impossible because they were going from like the Magic Kingdom to like oh, the to the studios to see like the Indiana Jones show, but then they were in Epcot, like in the the Living Seas. I was like, this park hopping is physically impossible, and it like they would need helicopters yeah. in order to do this, There's, and that drove me bonkers. That makes me crazy. <laughs> There's like some movie that's supposed to take place in the Bay Area, but obviously didn't. Where they're like talking about, they're like in the, the Mill Valley, like in the North Bay or whatever. And they're like, let's go, let's walk to lunch in Berkeley. And I was like, really? Like, so you're going to go over the Golden Gate, 
<laughs> into San Francisco, then walk over the Bay Bridge. Like that, okay, that would take you like three days. But but good luck. Yeah. Good luck. I know it's same silly, but it was like that drives me bonkers. And the, that too. But those are good, those are good episodes because that's the one. And, and then DJ keeps thinking that she sees Steve and other characters, Uh-oh. and then she went. But it, it, she mistake she mistook Aladdin for him. Oh. Uh, see what they did. <laughs> I see what they did. See what there. they did. He was the voice of Aladdin. People. That's right. <laughs> uh, all right, let's do your questions, Jamie. You got five questions here for the end. I do. Um, what is an irrational fear that you have? Irrational. Yes, like I can give an example of mine. Yeah. Would you like mine? Yeah, of course. I have an irrational fear of fish, and just like the ocean in general, because it terrifies me that it's like so infinite, and that there's like fish. Not irrational. I don't know. I think a lot of people. Have fear. Well, well, fish. I, mean, I think for the fish. You're in their world. They're in their house. I, but I think like like I don't even like like aquariums. Like fish terrify me, especially koi and catfish. <laughs> I hate like koi ponds. Like my neighbors have a koi pond in it. My neighbor, by the way, is Brian Dole Murray, which is awesome. Right. But he has a koi pond and I can't look at it. Beautiful. I can't look at that. All right. What about you, Strat? Oh, well, this is a thing that I've said once or twice before, but it's uh, that I had this weird thing where like, it's just stupid. Like I just had this visual thing that I'm going to get up in the middle of the night to go pee. Yeah. And I'm, and you know, the house is dark when you do that, or it's just a little bit of light coming through. And then I'm just going to look off, glance up to my left. And there's just going to be an alien standing there. Like one of those grays that you'd see and stuff. <laughs> like that's when it's going to happen. So then well, I, what I kind get of in, alien? Like, like the, the gray, the grays, like, like the, you know, the guys, yeah. are the big, okay, okay, the big okay. guys, like the ones that you always see like on unsolved mysteries. Right. So like I would, I get into my head. Sometimes. I didn't know they were called great. Yeah. I never yeah. heard that expression. When I get up to you, like literally I will. There, you learn something. Yeah. There's for knowledge. A lot, there it is. Lot, yeah. I will picture it sometimes when I'm up. I'm like, I, I see it in my head. Like I'm just going to turn the corners and be a fucking alien standing there. It's just going to be there. It's going to happen. <laughs> And uh, then, of course, it's not. And then I just pee and go back to bed. But one day, maybe. <laughs> so I kind of have that little fear. Um, I, don't, I don't really have any. I guess maybe a little bit of, like, driving into oncoming car. <laughs> it's irrational. <laughs> yeah. No. Like, I have that thing. Like, once we're like, oh, I could just drive into and kill because like you see a car coming yeah, towards yeah, you yeah. or I don't know I don't know I just feel like yeah. it's like oh like it's not gonna happen like you have control yeah, over your yeah, car yeah, and yeah. you're not you're not a big drinker so you're not like driver no. driving like under any influence no. but yeah but I have dri- driven drunk I have done that yeah. sorry to admit that but I like to tell the truth here but there it is <laughs> have you ever done that yeah ever I don't, you don't think so to. I'm pretty responsible when it comes to that because right. like that's how like I mean that's how lost my grandparents is to a drunk driving accident sorry, so like sorry. I've always been like very no, no, it's but it's just one of those things. There's an early age I was just cognizant of. So, right, right, right. Um, I've yeah. But I don't. I'm, I mean, I don't. I barely drink. So mm-hmm. yeah. But I have early on. Have you? I've seen you drunk like once. Yeah, yeah. It's very rare. Yeah. Very rare. Go ahead. What's the next question? Um, what is the best compliment you've ever received? God, these are tough questions. Or just a, a, a compliment that like made you feel really good about yourself. It doesn't have to be the best compliment. Or what does just like what can somebody tell you that like you're like really proud? I don't know. Like someone gives you a compliment, and you're like, yes, I accept this. I don't know. Something this is like I'm really proud thing. of. Okay, this is again. You're gonna learn a lot about me. Like I'm not great with compliments. Mm-hmm. In that I'm not. I like I never know how to respond to yeah, them. I mean, I, now yeah. I do know how to respond. Mm-hmm. To I've learned, which is to say thank you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the key to the whole thing. Instead of nah, the shirt doesn't. No, the uh, shirt was five dollars. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. I always let people be yeah. like. I love you. You deflect it. Yeah, yeah I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I learned. I've learned how not to deflect. Right. But I try to. This is. I do the Kmart when I get a compliment, which is the 
Kmart Blue Light Special, mm-hmm. which is I take off 20% at the register. Like, I just mm-hmm. immediately, whatever they're saying, I'm like, I immediately like, oh, all right, that's, I'm going to take 20% off of that. Right. Because I don't like to, I don't want to be, this is going to sound crazy, Zan. I don't want to have my emotional stability, like, based on compliments or criticism. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to be like, oh, I know when something's good. Right. I agree. You know, and I do. I, look, who doesn't like being complimented? But, I mean, as a rule, I just don't want it to be like, oh, now I feel good because somebody else said something good about a set I had or this music I'm playing. But mm-hmm. So, sorry, there's no... I'm trying to think if somebody ever complimented me. I mean, maybe maybe 20 minutes ago, Jamie said that you were beloved in the comedy community. And what did I do? Uh, he said, oh, thanks. You, I would know you, you were. I think, did he ask, like, who's, did you ask everybody? Right. I think he said something yeah, like that. Because I'm very, I, I'm a weird guy. I'm weird. That's why I love you. I'm very quirky. <laughs> you but like, are. When somebody says something like that, and it can't be true, it you are beloved I in agree. the comedy world. I, Absolutely. I, I understand. I understand That's how I met you. I understand that you think that. But I'm just saying that there's a lot of people in the comedy world. And there's mm-hmm. people that don't like Wayne Fetterman. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds hard to believe. I'm whispering right now. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. So go ahead. What's the next Well, question? I actually, I wrote that question because you've given me the best compliment I've ever received. Oh, so that's see, why I wrote see, it. See what I... I yep. was on to her. There it is. I'm on to her. Because it was really about you, that question. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Maybe. Keep going. Well, you told me once that I represent the overall joy in life, which is the sweetest, which is the sweetest thing anyone could ever say. That's very nice. You wrote that, and I have proof of it because you wrote it in in an email. Denying it. Okay. Like you put me through that just to to say compliment sub Senate hearing. (laughs) Is it true, Wayne Fetterman, (laughs) that you said? Joseph Welch. You know that name at all? He's the guy that uh, said to Joe McCarthy, have you no shame? Oh, Just yeah. Little, didn't know that. You know, you know that quote, though, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, have you ever eaten at Arby's? Of course. Okay, so you like Arby's. Love it. Me too. What is your go-to order? Oh, it's very simple. Okay. It's I get the... Uh, well, they changed the name of it, but it's the biggest Arby's. Okay. What's yeah, they just call them. The I think classic. it's just like it used no. to be called the Big Montana. Yes, it used yes. to be called the Big. Oh, I don't even with Arby's with me. <laughs> Can you imagine? And it was used it's to not be not even Montana. But right? now, Montana. now I think they're just sized. Yeah, I think yeah, it's just like yeah. regular. They took away the name. Of it. Like, that was my thing. Yeah. No fries. Just a big Montana sauce. And a soda. Which sauce? No well, sauce. I do a mixture. Okay. Do a mash. Do you eat there? Arby's and horse. Mm-hmm. Yes. I do like enjoy. I do Cole and I enjoy Arby's very this much. Is, I do a mashup of the horses and Arby's sauce and the white horsey horse sauce. sauce. That's yeah. the way I love to the go. Sauce. Love. I mean that. Yeah. That horsey sauce has to be really expensive to make. Why? Because like I don't think mayonnaise. there's that much. It's, it's like mayonnaise based. Like that's yeah. pricey. Mayonnaise yeah. It's delicious. I want Arby's now so bad. Fast food restaurants like. You have to ask for it on the. You would never see it out. Right. Yeah. Love it. Love. In fact, I kind of make like a little dipping area also. Oh. This is also something. If you listen to human conversation, you would know something about Wayne. I didn't know. You know what? I love that I learned this about you today because I love Arby's oh, too. I love fast food. I live on it. I yeah. Know. But Arby's uh, is the best. They're just like anyone that's geographically close to us is closed. So yes. it's got to be a special trip into Hollywood. Right. Yeah, because they close. But I think Monica, that's a right? good thing. They close Santa Monica and there used to be one that was in like Baldwin Hills that I used right. to go to, but oh, I yeah. never liked that Both one because it was a little sketchy uh-huh. and the buns were always stale. Yeah. But my go-to Arby's order is regular roast beef, 
yeah, and I mash yeah. up the sauces. Yeah. But I love their potato cakes. Oh, I never. Which yet. is like a giant, like hash brown, yeah, basically. No, I've, seen I've seen them. I mean, yeah. I get their curly fries if I have to get yeah. a comp. I'm, I'm, a, I'm potato bread. cakes all the way. I'll just do like whatever the classic it's, roast beef one. You do is. the like the, you do the next size up. You don't do the regular. You do like yeah. the medium. I do like the you medium do the ones size. up, and then I get the curly fries, and I like to actually dip those in horsey sauce as well, and put horsey sauce in this. Because stuff. you might be like me, is that I like my food wet. Yeah, you like a Wayne Fetterman likes a wet burger. I've known this yeah, about him yeah, since yeah. Like day well, one. Almost all of it. Like I like gravy on the turkey. Uh, Wayne also doesn't like to eat in front of people. I, and that's not true. I just like to eat fast. <laughs> Keep you, going. You What's the next like... question? <laughs> <laughs> Is this also going to be about you? Uh-huh. No. <laughs> I make fun of you and you get well, so I upset. Try, I know. That's the worst thing is like I tease people all the time, but like you tease me back yeah. and I'm like such a sensitive soul. Yeah, she dishes it out, but she <laughs> cannot take it. This is all in good fun. Yeah. Um, okay. What? Okay. So what is the one thing that can always cheer you up when you're in a bad mood? Oh. These are all crazy questions because there isn't. There isn't like one thing. It's usually usually my bad moods, and they're very rare. How many times have you seen me, like, legitimately upset? At, probably never. Probably never. Never. It's like, that's not my default. The fact no. That, I don't just, know. I'm saying, like, if you get stressed about something or... Usually, it's the... <laughs> it's... Uh, I'm doing some crazy OCD thing now. Um, <laughs> usually, it's um, fixing whatever's bothering me. Usually, it's an external thing that's bugging me and I have to fix that in order to get it done. Mm -hmm. Let me give you an example. Please. Just this week I was stressed because I'm doing my Wayne Fetterman International Film Festival. I don't know if you know about this. I've participated in the Wayne Fetterman International Film Festival. This is where I get comedians to select a film they love or were inspired by. And then they screen the movie and we intro it and we talk about it so we get film nerds, comedy nerds together enjoying a night of movies and with a comedian. So they want me to do it this year at the part of the New York Comedy Festival. <gasps> nice. Congratulations. It's awesome. So I was like, let me just do two screenings, not make it a big thing, anything. So I've been having a lot of trouble getting that second guest. Like I've been emailing people. I went out to Seinfeld. He can't do it. I went out to some people wouldn't respond. And now the mm-hmm. theater, the film forum is like, we need an answer. We got to mm-hmm. print up our November calendar. Right. So I was pretty stressed this week. So to answer your, what was specifically your question? What is the one thing you can always cheer you up when you're in a bad mood? Yeah, see, so until that got solved, which was just this morning, we finally got Larry Wilmore. Do you know him from mm-hmm. the, yeah, he's going to do, I don't know what movie he's picking yet, but so, um, so until it's solved, I was, I'm, I was like a little on edge. Because usually I try not to, I try, it goes back to the compliment. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is like therapy. I feel like I give like I'm choo- like I'm choosing to be upset or stressed. So I just have to f- fix that. Like I have to be in control of my emotions. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense? Yeah, at no, all? that makes perfect sense. Yeah. All right. And also, like, just like I feel like Cole understands. No, me. I, I feel <laughs> like you have no idea. I do I mean. understand because I, it's also I just like by picking something. Like, me. if there's like a necessary, like necessary, like a song or something that cheers you up. Like, just listening to nah. that song would like make you. But listen to me. Let me <laughs> finish my yeah. thought. But by listening to that song, it makes you step out of the thing that's like mm-hmm. stressing you out. So it's kind of it's similar. Right, and I'm more like to like I gotta fix this. I gotta right. solve this thing to get. But I do. I mean, I guess maybe maybe playing music. 
Like yeah. sometimes they put the headphones on with the guy on an electric keyboard and just like get, get lost. Is it a Casio? I just hit the demo setting on the Casio. (laughs) And and here we go. It's Yamaha, actually. (laughs) Which is a weird company when you think about it. Because they make, like, the motorcycles. Yes. And, like... Keyboards. Keyboard and... Drums. Like saxophones. Yeah. (laughs) The same couple... What does that warehouse look like? I know, right? It's insane. Keep going. Is that the final one? I have one more. I was supposed to write five, so that's my final one. Oh. You'll like this. In celebration of Harold Ramis... The most important man, I think, to, to comedic films ever. I love these are all no. about you. <laughs> but they're supposed to be, aren't no, they? Not. Yeah, no, that's your question. It's so good. Is that her thing? No, there's so I thought they were supposed to be like about like not about me, but like things I enjoy or like about my personality, like you know To tie into you. This is a good yeah. question. Okay, this is a good okay. question. Okay. okay. Sorry, sorry. Have you ever met Harold Ramis? Harold Ramis. Um I don't think I have. Yeah. I don't think I have. Okay. So, I, if you, yeah. since you haven't, can it, you... Um, right? If, are you telling me he's right, in the, right around the corner? We resurrected him from the he dead. He dead. And he came back. Yeah? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, a good, like a good Jew. Right. <laughs> um, so, just talk about anything he was involved in that had an impact on you. Like, any movie he was involved in. Well, have you ever heard of Ghostbusters? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I'm not... Nice. Ghost what? I'm not okay, familiar. this is a movie called Ghostbusters. All right, okay. And I love Ghostbusters for a number of reasons, and we just saw it together. We did. I helped you introduce it at the film festival. That's what I love about Ghostbusters. It is one of the most, not only is is Bill Murray off the chart, incredible in that movie. Like, everyone's great in that movie. But is the the 80s ethos of that movie cracks me up to no end. Because it is, like, if we really break it down, the villain... In Ghostbusters, it works for the EPA, works mm-hmm. for the environmental. Right. It's like some Washington bureaucrat who's just trying to get in the way of these, t- these three young business guys trying to make something happen. <laughs> four, <laughs> technically. Four, right, right. I guess mm-hmm. they had four. Uh, well, I guess he's just an employee. Yeah, Winston. Yeah. Winston. Technically, it's just like, yeah. I just love, like, that, he's a late that is, like, in the 80s, that is the villain. Like, the environmental protection. Yeah. Like, Walter no. Peck. Yeah, yes. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I just, I don't know. It's, it's there's so many, but that, that that's Walter No, there's so head. many too. And then you get into the argument of like, like yeah, vacation, like vacation is my favorite movie. National Lampoon's Vacation is my Did favorite movie. Did you see movie the reboot? Oh, that's a whole nother podcast. Why? Because I could talk about how horrible it is for two hours. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> anyway. I saw it, by the way. Yeah, we'll talk about it yeah, after. Yeah, yeah, that's what, we're going to do another podcast. <laughs> it's over. Go ahead. Um, but, you know, that's my favorite movie, but it's written of by John. Of all time. Yes. More than Casablanca. Yeah. It's You're just, it like means the most to me. more than Casablanca. Yes. Okay, okay. Well, you wouldn't say it's the greatest movie. It's the no, one. No, it's favorite. my favorite. Yeah. Okay, what about it- you, Cole? My favorite movie is Searching for Bobby Fischer. Oh, my God. This kid. Look at that. I love that I wouldn't place. say it's the best movie ever, but I think it's amazingly great, and I just it love is. it. And it's just, I love it. Love it, love it, love it. What's your favorite scene? Is it the, the, the battle scene at the end where he goes up against his, his nemesis? There's so kid? many good scenes in that movie. So it's when he learns how to talk trash in Washington Square Park. I like it when he offers the kid the draw. Yes. And the match. Yeah. I love that. And then just the little last sweet scene with him and the other kid who lost, and he puts his arm around him, and he says, like, you're a much stronger player than I was at your age. Right. He's, like, a year older than him. I, just, I don't know. There's just so many good movie, like moments in that movie. It just kills me. 
And the I like actually the footage of Bobby Fischer in that movie as well. Isn't they do a good a little, job of that. A little montage, kind of right? let you know what it, what it, who he was without right. making it Did like you a see buy the up. documentary about Fischer. No, I should. Yeah, <laughs> fascinating. I mean, because he was like, I, I know this is gonna. I don't know if this is racist, but it's obviously not racist. But um, never, like, never good to uh, <laughs> disclaim that. But we'll see where this goes. No, no, because like. In my family, my mom is like super into because we're Jewish. Was like, wait, 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 you're Jewish? Yeah, I know, I know. It sounds crazy, but my mom was like, like if some Jewish person does something very well, like she was really got a lot of pride in that. Now, is that racist? Like, if you're like, no, just no, rude, you're being proud of your you're proud of your heritage. I feel like in a weird yeah. way, if you were just like, hey, I'm a white guy, I like white people, you would you would think that guy was racist. Like oh, I love that there's a white guy in the. Well, NBA. I think it's one thing if like you fate <laughs> like if you favor. Wait, them. I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> it's not favoring, but just yeah, like point it I'm out. Saying, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, so like, no, it's not because it's like it's not favoring. So yeah, I, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, it's, that person is okay. not racist. If he's like, oh my god, I love the fact that uh, I don't know, Mike Dunleavy plays in the uh, NBA and he's white, and a white guy would say that. I think that's the one thing where it's a little different. It's I think little, if you have pride in your heritage, I mean, most of the time, if that's the what case, if your it's usually heritage like, is like I feel like I'm that's a white guy as opposed to an Irish guy. I guess it depends where you're coming from with it, but yeah, it's you curious. know what I mean. So anyway, Bobby Fischer was Jewish, and so he was a big you know that was a big thing and big point of pride in our family. Yeah, when that was going and uh, like and when Son of Sam, I don't know if you remember the summer of '77. Mm-hmm. You probably you were. I wasn't born. You were born in I was one. I was 82. one. You were one. I was one. Okay. So And I just his, loved the, the killers right. that day. But his name was Berkowitz. And so when we found out that he was adopted, my mom was that's thrilled. Right. Really. It was a big <laughs> like whew, that's a load off. Don't want that guy. It's bad enough for the Jews. Yeah. And then of course what happened to Bobby Fisher with the crazy anti Semitism and yeah. all of that. It was fascinating. Go ahead. That's it. That's the end. So what's my favorite? Yeah, what you said Ghostbusters. Yep. What? The Harold Raymond. The <laughs> oh, Harold Raymond said it yeah. was Ghostbusters. Yes, that's the answer. No, not all va- I was. More than vacation. More than vacation. Well, what I was arguing was, was like my, my vacation thing is he directed it, but John Hughes wrote it. So I'm like, is that my favorite Harold Ramis thing? Because that's my favorite movie. Or is, but it's, he only really directed it. And it's like, I don't, so I never. I think probably like maybe Groundhog Day because he wrote and directed it. Yeah, that yeah. is his. And that's a, way, a perfect that's, movie. It's in fantastic. Way, yeah. So I would probably have to say Groundhog Day. More than Ghostbusters. Give me your top five, Ramus. Oh, this is so. Uh, but see, this is the pick, thing. Go, What's that? Vacation, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, Groundhog. We got see, three. I also really Did love. You know, I love multiplicity. You do? I, I do. Enjoy most, I, I enjoy widescreen multiplicity. Yes. <laughs> when that's pan and scan, it's the worst because it's yeah, shot so yeah. wide because there's so many yeah. of them. But um, and I like I reference multiplicity like quite a bit, and I, I feel forgot like, that he even did that. Yeah, he just directed. Like, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna wrap this up in a second. But one quick Groundhog Day thing: we did a screening at the festival of it with Stephen Tobolowsky, and he told some stories. And I guess there's four versions of that movie uh-huh. because they didn't know what the weather was gonna be like every day. Yeah. So they shot one where it's uh, every scene was shot four times in different ways: one where it's cloudy, one where it's sunny, one where it's like misty or rainy. Or one where it's snowy because the weather changed so much that they wanted to make sure it matched because it had to match because it's the same day over and over. So supposedly there's four different versions of that movie out there that for four different kinds of weather, which is 
I it's a lot of work. Pretty nuts. Yeah. Do you believe that story? Are you skeptical on any not, level? Not with Toba Olaski. He like tells yeah, amazing. He's a good rock and yeah. tour, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Seems like a lot of shit. Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> like. That's a it. lot of work. You break that down. That's pretty nuts for everything that was in exterior. Let's put it that way. So the you know what? Seats, I'm gonna snowball fight. I'm gonna ask my neighbor. Yeah, there you go. I'm gonna ask so that him. Him running into mm-hmm. him on the street. Yep. The snowball fight situation outside mm-hmm. the gate. Yep. The actual Groundhog Day ceremony, ceremony pulling up. That was just cloudy then, yeah. And then what other exteriors are there in that movie? The driving, driving off the no. There's That's a lot of ex- there's like him like picking up the quarters off the back of the truck. That's oh wait, wait, wait! Saving the kid isn't there? Does he yeah. save a kid yeah. from a tree or cat in a tree? Supposedly that's what happened. Right, that's a lot. I don't know. Uh, well, Wayne, thanks for coming on, um, guys. Check out the podcast Human Conversation. It's on Feral Radio. Yeah, yeah. You can get it there, um, and you have a website too, right? Just WayneFetterman.com. Yes, yes, I do. They can go there and see what you're I'm up on. To. Uh, Twitter, the infrequent Twitterer at Fetterman. <laughs> this is true. And then it's in your bio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's it. And if you're in New York in the in the fall, I'm going to be doing the Wayne Fetterman Film Festival at the New York Comedy Festival with Janine Garofalo and Larry Wilmore. This is the first time this has been announced. This right is great. Here. This is, we're breaking it. And then. Uh, that's enough, right? I'm an idiot. <laughs> no, you're not. You. Now you're pulling a Chris Farley. Oh, I'm an no, it's not that level. Not that level. <laughs> but thanks for coming on, Wayne. And oh, Jamie, yeah. thank you so much for co-hosting. It has been a Yeah, I just really hope, like, I feel like, I don't know. I hope I wasn't, like, too negative or argumentative. I don't. I feel like the listeners are going to hate me, and I apologize. I'm not like that. Like, I'm, 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 I'm late. Like, ah, I ruined everything. <laughs> no, you were great. So thank you so much. And thank you guys for listening. And uh, you can follow the podcast on uh, Twitter at PMC Podcast. We're also now on Instagram, though. We have like 10 followers. Uh, I believe it's just <laughs> Pop My Culture Podcast. Um, so, yeah. Thank you guys for coming to the show. And, Jamie, you're on Instagram as well. People can follow you there. Oh, yeah. It's Jamal Fox because this actually ties into a story we had earlier. Um, my, nick- my, my sister nicknamed me Jamal when I was like six. And when I first rode the E.T. ride, if anybody has ever been on E.T., you were given like a passport so E.T. could say your, say name, your name at the end of, the end of the ride. Yeah. And my sister told them that my name was Jamal. So E.T. said, bye, Jamal. And my name is Jamie Fox, so it's hard for me to like get my own name. So I'm usually right. my my like internet persona is usually Jamal. So Jamal Fox on Instagram, follow her there. It's a lot of Simpsons and Disney Stratton? surprise. Uh, I'm Stratton Cole on Instagram oh, because yeah. was that a specific? I th- at the time I think Anything Cole Stratton wasn't available. What about so I just Jamal Stratton? <laughs> no, <laughs> that didn't happen. That's my no? nickname. There it is. Oh, okay. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being here. Cool. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.